I'm trying to farm Mark three through uh, Mark three Merson thermal detonator prototype salvage. Do you have any idea how rare that is? Pretty pretty rare. It's it's outrageously rare. It's very frustrating how rare it is. I've been trying to farm it for days. You know, it's going to take me like three weeks before I have enough Mark three Merson prototype Mers uh, before I can craft one. And I have another uh, non sequitur to start. I am just full of content today. I am bursting with content. Welcome to Game Life Balance US, a lifestyle podcast about how to be a grown-up gamer and still go to work and get sleep. With your hosts, Cody Goff, Hello, hell, and Jonathan Martin. You're going to be my meat in my Jonathan sandwich. Check out our website at gamelifebalance.us, where you can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, YouTube, and more. I'm Kier. I'm Haley. And I'm Jay from Gallifrey Public Radio. A podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network. Just like the one you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And get ready, because geekiness begins in three, two... for a variety of YouTube channels saying that they have a video posted and this has been going on for months and I've been Mm -hmm. trying desperately to figure out why because I don't care that channels are posting videos and so I've just been like deleting the notifications and I dug a little deeper and it turns out that Max, my son, who's two and a half uh, he likes to scroll on YouTube and on YouTube channels and kind of click stuff all over the screen and he's been subscribing to random YouTube channels that he has found. So then he subscribes to them, and then I get random notifications that these YouTube channels are uh, are posting videos. So um, there's a lot of kids' videos that I am I am up to date with because they are um, notifying me when they're when they're being posted, which is exciting. It's it's good to be um, in the zeitgeist of of kids' YouTube programming. Is that what you're in the zeitgeist? Is that what you're in, John? Jonathan? I am. I am. I am. So, yeah, um, as Cody mentioned, my name is Jonathan. His name is Cody. We're hosts of this show, uh, Game Life Balance, a podcast, a lifestyle podcast. Yeah. But that's an intro. It's, I introed it, like you told me to do. Keep introing. It's fine. You're doing great. This is, this is, this is a no fun formal, social... No formal training. No formal no training, formal. folks. Why no formal can training. I... All right. You, can you not pan your camera over... Like Wait. four inches, because for the last every episode we've ever done, you were in the left maybe twenty percent of the frame. Well, <laughs> it's, it was actually so it was actually centered, but then I le- I got like a gangster lean that I do. So you do, you're like my sister used to when she drove her car. She would she did the the I don't know the lowrider thing. It was just reclined forty five degrees to where our arm is sticking straight out. And uh, and that's how she drove, and it was dumb because every time I borrowed her car, I had to move the seat way forward. See, that's uncomfortable. No, mine is mine is incredibly comfortable. Is it the way that I have my yeah, the way that I lean? No, I just I mean, I can I can sit with wonderful posture with my back straight. I mean, uh, but I shouldn't have to. I shouldn't have to because it's the weekend. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, so it's Saturday. We're recording a Saturday morning coffee podcast at 6 p.m. on a Saturday without coffee, which annoys me that you don't have coffee. I, I didn't have time to make it. I was watching. I was watching my boy. You didn't have uh, time to make coffee on a Saturday no, afternoon. I didn't. I didn't because I was well. So we went to the park because my wife was out with a friend uh, getting some food. The park? Um, it's negative ten. In Minnesota, they have indoor parks because it's Minnesota. Parks are inside here in the winter time. Parks go inside. That that's not how parks work. And then they go outside in the summertime. Listen, I've lived here for seven years. I know. That's how it works. They're, right now, the parks are inside. In fact, I was at a park today. So, frankly, I don't need you educating me about the Minnesota park system. because I was Right at- now, the parks are inside? Were they outside before? And you built, you do build domes around them? Is that how Minnesota, you build parks? Minnesota does what it can for its, uh, for its citizens. That's how it works. Anyway, that's not the important part of the story. What's important is I was at the park with Max, and we were chilling, and he was having a good time, and then we came home, and I had to quickly grab some food, and then Casey came home from her, uh, from going out with her friend, and she, she won $500 on pull tabs. All right, what, I don't even know what a pull tab is. Now, we do have in the chat, which uh, if, if you, if you – wow, my resolution just – I just turned it way down, and I should turn it back up. Uh, the, uh, if, if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, just search for Game Life Balance US on YouTube, then you'll get notifications, as Jonathan so dutifully explained earlier. You'll get notifications when we go live. We're live now. And in the chat, we have Stargate Pioneer from the Gunna Geek Network is chiming in uh, and agreeing with you about, the, uh, about the, the winter stuff, saying Minnesotans go outside in the winter to toughen up. And they played boot hockey at the outdoor rinks. Do you play boot hockey? I don't because I'm not Minnesotan. You kind of are, though. But it's a good good point about toughening up. So, right, so um, I'm guessing he'll know what pull tabs are, but I have no idea what this is. Yeah, well, quick quick note about, about um, toughening up. I saw somebody running outside when it was like five degrees the other day, which is absolutely insane to me. Like five degrees. What were they running from? Whatever. They're, wolves? I don't know. It's Minnesota. Could have been wolves. Um, so pull tabs. So we didn't have these in Illinois where we grew up, but in basically every restaurant slash bar. So you know how, how there's like a lot of like tavern style restaurants, right? That have a bar in them. Right. In, I would say 80% of those, there's a little booth that you can go to that's run by the Minnesota Lottery and you can buy pull tabs. And what they are, are they're, they're like a dollar or two bucks a piece and they have... Just a, they're a little cardboard sheet, and they've got three perforated lines that you pull. You pull three perforated lines, and if you match three of whatever that particular pull tab is looking for, so it could be two bells and then a particular something else, you win a denomination of money. And generally, the, denom- the denominations that you can win go from $2 to... $100. And then for the more expensive pull tabs, they can go up to like $500. And then there's like pull tabs that are like 5 bucks a pull tab, which I don't know if anybody actually buys them. But on those, you can actually win, you know, $1,000 or something like that. I've, I've never bought any of those. Anyway. So apparently she sat down and bought 30 bucks a pull, worth of pull tabs. And she split them with her friend, which is what she always does. She just gives, she just 
this is what she does with me too. She gives me half. She goes and buys them. She gives me half. She she pulls half, and she starts pulling and she pulls like the second one open and it's two hundred dollars, and she goes, really? Like because we've never won anything on pull tabs. Uh, in fact, maybe we're about even now that she won five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's how that over works. the course of our over the course of our lives. Um, and then her friend opened like the next one of hers and it was a hundred dollars. And I guess the bar was like cheering for her because she was screaming. Cause I guess that's what you do when you win $200. Um, and her, so her friend opened the next one and it was a hundred dollars. And then she opened the next one of hers and it was another $200 ticket. They apparently the restaurant actually had to go to the bank to get enough money to pay out her pull tabs. Wow. So they had to wait 40 minutes for them to go to the bank. Uh, they had to wait 40 minutes for them to go to the bank to get the money for their pull tabs. Wow. Yeah. So that was, I mean, that's why I'm late. Because she was waiting to get uh, waiting to get her her money. Oh, wait. That this or just she, ha- literally just now? Literally just happened. That's why oh. I was late. <laughs> wow. Like, literally <laughs> just now. Well, so, congratulations. Um, well, it's, this is a bad time to podcast. What if she spends it all before we're done? No, she won't because we just spent a bunch of money money today because we bought a new couch. Oh, all right. Wow, you're yeah. just, everything in your life. Your life is is just it's quite... super interesting, super interesting, and it's going to be a great couch. It's going to be tremendous. Let me tell you, it's going to be a tremendous couch. Um, but before we, or I should say, after we bought the couch, I had to buy something else, and what I bought was the first nice suit. Like, nice suit. Nice suit that I've ever owned. Oh, why? Because I've got a meeting next weekend. I've got a meeting, a company meeting that's like a national meeting. And uh, it happened last year. And I was like the only person that wasn't wearing a suit at the entire at the entire meeting. So I felt like I should buy a suit this time. Yeah. To be prepared for it. And, you know, there's basically anytime you ever hear anything about male fashion advice, like the one piece of advice that you are always given as a man is make sure you have at least one nice suit. What? Who has ever... I and guess growing I up, don't look at... I don't... And growing up, and growing up, like, I had to buy suits before, but we always spent, like, the bare minimum on them. Like, I would... We would get, like, a $100 suit at JCPenney, and it would never fit me quite right, but it was, like, the suit that we could that we could get, that we could afford, and that was, like, always the suit that I had, and it fell apart the third time that I wore it. You know, the pants would get frayed, whatever. Um, and I also lost some amount of weight, and so the suits that I do have, which again are not good quality suits, but the suits that I do have don't fit me at all, mm. like at all. So my wife and I were talking about it. I was like, you know, I I need a suit that I can like wear to weddings, so I'm not the guy that just wears a dress shirt and a tie. Like I want to wear, be able to wear a suit, and this is the perfect excuse too because I've got this meeting coming up next weekend. So, and you're sure yeah. that. She didn't just return the suit and use the money and all your winnings to rebuy all the video games you sold last year? No, she wouldn't do that. She definitely wouldn't do that. All right, because that's Stargate Pioneer's theory in the chat. No, she definitely wouldn't do that. She was upset, but she'll never replace those. Well, yeah. uh, that's exciting. That's super exciting. I'm actually... It's, it's funny. I actually got my, my first nice business suit this year. So two years ago, I was invited to a holiday party as, as someone's date... And like a, are we talking like a formal holiday party? Yeah, like a formal okay. holiday party, and it was actually it was actually I think it was Price Waterhouse Cooper. I think it was a big consulting firm, 
Uh, I, okay. That did not work for them. But their their party was at the Field Museum. So it was super... That seems like a really expensive place to, like, rent. Yeah, PwC is, like, a several, several billion dollar company. Sure. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm, the company couldn't afford it. I'm just saying that seems like it'd be yeah. an expensive place yeah, no, to it, rent. It was quite nice. No, the highlight of the night for me was when I asked, where is the dessert bar? And someone said, oh, it's behind the dinosaur. Because literally... There was a dinosaur skeleton of a real dinosaur fossil, uh, and there, that was where it was. It was just in the middle of the party was a giant dinosaur. So, uh, But I went to – and, and I, was, I, I literally had an outfit, and I texted it to the, the girl that invited me, and she was not pleased with, with any of – And you of, said, this is, this is what I'm going to wear. I, I texted several options. None were met with any kind of whatever. So I, I, I seriously, yeah. I worked. I left work early to go to Men's Warehouse. I think it was Men's Warehouse or something. That's where yeah, I went. And I was just like, I need a, a nice suit. And this um, German or Italian, you know, a, some foreign woman that's very, like, direct and very good at sales um, sold me this suit. And I got it. And I, I showed up. And I ended up being, like, a half hour late to when we were supposed to meet. But I had a brand new suit. I literally bought it and wore it to this thing. And that was great. But, huh. but this year I got my first business suit because last year I had to go to New York for a business trip. And that was the only suit I owned. And the suit was like kind of a half suit, half tuxedo. It, it, it's, it's a, it was very European fashion is what she said. So it's just a black suit, but it's got um, kind of like a kind of suedish, uh, the, 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 uh, the lapels. lapels. Um, so you can kind of either wear it as a suit or a tux. And it's, it was some fashion forward thing i didn't really understand but but i looked totally out of place in the business environment because it was it was too like stylish stylish so i got i got a business so did you did you tell them this is a business suit or what kind of did you go business or what so i it is a business like you can i believe it feels like it could be both based on how i looked like i feel like it's it's somewhere in between which is probably where you want it to be Okay. So, but the thing is, is, is I'm not, this meeting that I'm going to, the formal dress actually isn't required during the meeting part of it. It's required during like the socialization part of it at the end of the night. Mm. So even if it, even if it wasn't a business suit and more of a socialization suit, a social suit. A socialization suit. suit. That's the technical term. It would still be the appropriate suit to have bought. Right. Because, because it's, it's, it's. For a social setting that I'm going to be, that I'm going to be wearing it. But there was like, I thought last year at this meeting, I, I thought, oh, you know, like my company's pretty laid back in terms of like their their dress code and everything. Um, I'm not going to be the only person that's not in a suit, but I, I think I was the only person that was not wearing a jacket. And I mean, I had a shirt and tie and slacks and everything. But I think I was the only shirt that, or, or person that didn't wear a suit. Mm. So I, I said to myself, like, the minute that I came home from that, I was like, I cannot let that happen again. Because I probably looked pretty tacky. So. Yeah. 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 I'm going to fix it. I fixed it. Well, next week for, for, next weekend for work, I'm actually going to be in Switzerland at this gigantic summit of extremely of the billionaire class i will be why do you have to why do you have to one-up me i'm gonna be in nashville no no no. but here's like, why do you have to 
but here's the thing. You're prepared for Nashville. Here's my issue. I asked one of our delegates from England what the dress code is, and he said, oh, no, don't wear a suit. No one there wears a suit. It's not that. It's not that. Uh-oh. So he so he sends me a couple pictures of what he wore the previous year and said, oh, yeah, you might want to wear something like this. And this is a British guy. So Europeans are super, super fashionable. So, of course, he shows me. I don't even know what it was. Some kind of, you know, navy blue slacks with some nice fancy shirt and a, a, a cardigan kind of thing with like another cardigan on top of that and probably like an ascot or something. And I'm looking at I don't know. Those are too many. That, that's like too many. Articles he was wearing of dress shoes and snow boots, both of which he told me to wear. He he was wearing stylish glasses and he had Ray Ban sunglasses on his head. And there was a hat backwards to the side with the Fubu sticker on it or whatever. I definitely yeah, don't all of these that things. Part. And I'm I I'm just looking at it like I am a dumb American. I will have maybe a cheeseburger. I will have, I will a, have cheeseburger. a cheeseburger. <laughs> So yeah. uh, props to you for knowing exactly what to wear. And you're going to look great. You're going to look tremendous. You're going to look huge. I am petrified. at. I, I mean, I just know I'm not going to be able to live up to any of these Europeans because there's so many Europeans, man. Just, just look at it this way. If you get there and you feel out of place, you can just go drop $4,800 on a European suit at one of like the European tailors there. And it'll be fine. It'll be totally fine. You can just go shopping for a European. Yeah, literally, suit. that would make my life easier. Because if it was if it was just about having a nice suit, I would just bring my suits. Fine. No, no, no. A nice Swiss European. Okay, but suit. they don't wear suits at this thing. So if I bought a Swiss European suit, I would look really okay. When I when I say Swiss European suit, I mean Swiss European ascot suit cardigan combo. Oh. They just call it a suit there. <laughs> that's what he was wearing was a suit, but that's. It was the Swiss word for suit. Okay, okay. It's different. It's different. Suit translates rough. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I, you know, I don't own that many ascots anymore. You remember in college, I went through the ascot phase. I had, what, 40? You did. I, I, every time I saw you on campus, you had a different ascot. Those were the days. You did go through a lot of ascots. I, I had to yeah. sell them to afford food after college. It was a dark time mm-hmm. selling all my ascots. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, they fetch a high price. On the dark web, that's where one sells. Yeah, the black the the black ascot market. No, yeah, the black ascot market. Well, it's the ascot black market. The black ascot black market. Yeah. Um. So, uh, you can look forward to me talking about. You know, I get one meeting a year, where I get where I go somewhere for like company business. Mm. This is the one time a year, so you can look forward to hearing about how that goes. Uh, probably next. Cool. Or the week after. Are you going to send me a selfie of you in the suit so I can post it as a as a thumbnail image for this podcast? I should probably take a picture in the suit and like when I'm looking my best, right? So you're going to shave? I did shave. I did shave. I shaved this down. This is down. This is it, shaved it down. Better, but I will say I like I like it when you it was, don't have any hair. It was pre- it was pretty fuzzy. You know, it's funny you say that too because I got more compliments on my beard over the holidays than I've ever gotten on my clean-shaven face. Nobody ever comes up to me and says, you know, your clean-shaven face looks really nice. Nobody has literally ever said that, Mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. But five to ten people told me they liked my beard over the holidays. And it wasn't just my mother who thinks I'm special. You know when a kid draws a picture of a bear and it's a green circle with three X's next to it 
and a gun and they take a sticker. By the way, by the way, by the way, helpful parenting tip. When you're, when, when you are um, getting those drawings from your kids, you never attempt to guess what it is. You, you like prompt your kid to tell you what that is. So just so you don't accidentally make them feel bad by not being able to guess what it is they I, drew. I already know that from whenever I meet a woman that I that I think could be pregnant, I always ask, "Oh, are you pregnant?" No, see that's literally the opposite. No, that's I learned my lesson. I'm not going to go. I'm not it would be rude to walk up to a woman and say, "Oh, when are you expecting?" But that's why you go up and you say, "Oh, how pregnant are you?" Are you pregnant? And then if if they say, "Are well, if they say no, then I know anyway, not. what what is this? What are you saying about the bear? I'm just saying when they say, "Oh, it's a bear," and it's a, all the things I just described, and it's twelve different colors. You say, "Oh, what a nice bear you have!" That's what's happening with your beard, because people see it and they just think, "What motivated this?" It's really not that bad. So, it's- so yeah, but I mean, the kid has to has to like bring it up to you and show it to you, and I mean. I may have just been sitting next to people and casually rubbing my beard against their mm-hmm. face. Yes, I might have done that. But that doesn't mean that I wanted them to comment on it. Mm-hmm. it do you think it... And what kind of holiday would it be if I do didn't Do you think do it that? could be the fact that at all of these events, your wife asked people, Oh, look how nice John's beard is. Do you think... Actually, of all of the people, I think she dislikes it the most. <laughs> so... Of like all of the people in my life, I think that she actually has is least favorable towards the beard. It's I mean, no one likes change, right? You know, the, I mean, I might be fine with it if I haven't known you for ever, like twenty five years or whatever. But change change is bad. I mean, if you, if you got <laughs> all change is bad, all, all, all of it. it. You know, if if I stop, never change anything. If I stop putting gel in my hair and looking like Ignis from Final Fantasy fifteen with this my glorious elevated hair you would be furious you would say cody what happened to that glorious hair you had you know i would i wouldn't i wouldn't say that say at that. all you would miss it i, I would you would miss it you know it i don't I don't, don't act like you it. wouldn't well congratulations anyway, it, on the news it got it got a little it got a little out of hand i felt a little too scruffy which is which you know you can see on on previous episodes of the show and uh felt like i just need, at least needed to trim it so i mm-hmm. did and um I'm still probably going to keep it through the winter because it actually is warm. Uh, it it makes my face warmer. Uh, there was a noticeable difference in the temperature of my face after I got. You know what else will make your face kind of, warmer? Kind of uh, duct tape. A duct tape scarf, or just duct just duct tape all over my just face. Duct tape all over your face. Okay, I'll try that. Maybe I'll take a selfie of that take, as well. Please take a selfie of yourself in a suit with duct tape all over your face. With duct tape yeah, all over very, my face. It's a very good okay. thumbnail. And if someone wants to please, um, if one of our listeners wants to Photoshop that and send it to me so I can use it uh, in the next, I don't know, like in, uh, like in the next day after this is, is broadcast, that'd be awesome. So getting back to the pull tabs, they sound just like scratch and win tickets in every other state. They're just, that's the only difference, they, right? They are, except that they're actually sold in bars, which scratch and win tickets aren't. And so they really do try to take advantage of the people that are drinking. So, because of course, what they are do. the gambling like? What are the gambling laws like in Minneapolis? I think that they're pretty pretty standard to where they what they are everywhere else. I mean, we can only have casinos on Indian reservations here, um, which is not unlike you can only have casinos in Illinois on the river. Like they have to be on a on a riverboat in order to be legal. 
Um, and scratch and win tickets are like it's all. Uh, oh, you can gamble when you're 18 here, which is different than in some other states. Most states are 21, mm-hmm. so you can gamble when you're eight, 18 here. So that's unique. Um, and I think everything else is pretty standard. It's pretty like you can't buy scratch and win tickets if you're a kid or anything like that. The only difference is that they've got these pull tabs in bars. But outside of the casino part, in Illinois, they passed legislation a few years ago that lets you put slot machines basically in any bar. And now every anytime you walk into a bar in Rockford, there's like four slot machines. That's super weird to me. But, you know, yeah, no, we don't have that here. You can, in fact... Yeah, the only slot machines are in casinos. So, no, that's crazy, really? You can just have slot machines it's anywhere? Weird. I th- I mean, I don't know the exact law, but that's the way things are these days. Okay. But I've never seen any in Chicago. It's only I've only seen them in Rockford. But if you go back to Rockford, there are little yeah. barred-off areas where you can play slots, and it's super weird and it's, super, super depressing because it's, it's just the same as the Vegas slot players, which... Is just yeah. people chain smoking and playing for hours on end, and they don't look like they have money to gamble, but they're doing it. Yeah, there's some interesting things about the casinos here um, because they're they're not they are not all um, Indian casinos, but most of them are. And well, actually, all the actual casino casinos are Indian casinos, hmm. um, and it's a little interesting because a lot of them, because of the difficulty. Um, in some of the Native American population with alcoholism, because it's a big problem in the Native American population, mm. um, they don't serve liquor at almost any of them. So you can go to these casinos and you you get like complimentary soda and stuff like that, but there's no liquor in any of them, which is so different than a typical casino experience. But what that allows is that allows 18 year olds to go there and gamble because they don't. There's no enticement of alcohol there of any kind. So. I mean, that's, it's kind of weird and it's definitely weird. Like the first couple times you go, but then when that's the only option that you have, if you're somebody that goes to the casino and gambles, then it just becomes kind of common. It, it feels normal after mm. that. Have you gone to casinos in Minnesota? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Go to play poker or go to play blackjack. I've never gone in. I've only, only gambled other than scratch and wins and occasionally powerball. Cause in my more desperate moments, that's when they get you. Uh, pretty much was, Vegas. Yeah, that was when you were gonna you were gonna strike it rich. I was. I thought about it, but you know, I played a few times, and I was like, you know, if I play one more time, I know I'll win. But ugh, who needs that many million? You know, billion. Who whatever. needs sixty five billion dollars or whatever it was? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but, uh, that's fair. I'm actually looking forward to going back to Vegas and spending a little more time at the tables because. The last time I went to Vegas, I knew how to do Vegas, and I was excited to play. But for some reason, I just those roulette tables, man, they are my weakness. I always, I, we'll go, we'll go. You know what? Let's plan a family trip this summer, a game life family trip to Vegas. Let's figure that out. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm fine. No, I think that sounds awesome. But I, but every time the roulette yeah. table, and I. I always walk up to the roulette table with a hundred bucks, and the, the, every time I've been to Vegas, it's lasted me a little while, shockingly. But this last time, literally, it was like boom, just over in ten minutes and or less, just completely every just got totally wiped out, you know. Yeah, I'm black. I'm myself. I'm blackjack, craps, and and poker. Those are my kind of right. Blackjack is my favorite one, and I've actually, you know, I never have played craps, but 
you've told me it's the most fun one to play. I think it is. And we're gamers, so listener, if you've never gambled and you don't know where to do it in a casino, be responsible. If you have a gambling problem, call whatever 800 number that is to not have a gambling problem. And, uh, you know, free gaming, I, I think, is, is – is, no, you should, we should say that. If we're talking about gambling, we should, we should do the, you know – I don't want to just, you know, promote gambling on the podcast. But we're gamers and we like strategy, so I'm guessing craps might – resonate with no there's no there's nothing strategic about it's it's all it's they're all games of of chance where your chance is less uh than the house fewer chance. that's where your chance is fewer than the house is roulette the best odds you have if you just bet on black because it's 50 50 straight up no craps is supposedly the best odds oh have. wait no 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 roulette isn't 50 50 straight up because they could land on the zeros right right that is why that's otherwise everyone would play craps or I'm sorry, otherwise I would play roulette. Right, so literally craps is the best odds if you bet on... It is because there's one bet on the craps, on the craps table that is actual odds. So like, it, like the odds that you put on this one particular bet pay out the actual odds of that thing happening. And it's the only bet in the entire casino where you get actual odds of your bet. And it's not less than... It, I can explain it to you at some point. It's math and uninteresting for this podcast but uh yeah craps rules however it is both interesting and relevant if you wear your new suit when we go gambling on our vegas oh trip. i have to which bring i think suit right i have right, to. okay I'm obligated right. so here's what we're going to agree to we're going to agree to a family trip to vegas with you and i both wearing our suits sunglasses and sunglasses okay and we'll both bring our cases and they can go dress to the nines because oh, women man. love dressing to the nines I don't know what that means, but that's a good number. Nines are its way higher than a couple of other numbers. All right, here. Right now, we're recording this on this podcast. We're, they're going to dress to the nines. I'm going to bet on nine in roulette, no more than $20, but we're gonna th- I'm going to put it on nine, and if I win, I'm going to take us out to dinner, but not so, anywhere expensive because I'm pretty cheap. Sweet. Um, McDonald's in the food court, it is. Okay, and Star- actually, Stargate Pioneers got a great idea in the chat. Can we also rent a limo to drive up and down the strip for a couple hours? Oh, sure. You get drinks in there, too. Do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In, like, the Vegas limos? Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay, I mean, now that's... I actually can't. Have you? Yeah. Wait, 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 that wait. Sounds wait. great. I was at your bachelor party in Vegas. When have you taken a limo we didn't in take Vegas? A, we didn't take a limo in Vegas. I go to limos then all how the time. Do you know? That's how we travel. That's how I... we travel. Was I just not invited to the limo? Maybe. Oh. Well. I've never actually taken a limo in Vegas. I just know that they serve booze on them. Well, if it's a wet limo. It has to be a wet limo. There's a good chance it's a wet limo. You can't go a limo dry. All right, let's just be perfectly clear about that. Yeah. Hey, did you know that sometimes we talk about video games? No, I didn't. I didn't. That was, no, that was a, I thought that was a great segment. It pulled together our fashion choices our plans for both this coming week and the summer, and we talk gaming. Gambling is gaming. It's a type of game. It's a t- it is a type of game. So yeah, we're. I think we're done. You know what? Fine. All right. You're saying we we blew our load there. Hey, I'm cool. I'm with fine that. with that. It's the first time that's ever happened prematurely. <laughs> See what I did there? No, I'm fine. I think no. That was the per. There's no reason to keep talking. Like that was it. Podcast game set match. That's it. Match. Uh, all, right, all right. No, we can we can point. talk about whatever dumb thing you wanted to say for a minute. I just I wanted to talk really briefly about. Uh, you know, we don't need to talk about it. We'll talk about it another time. <laughs> it's 
fine. Talk about it another time. I think you're right on this. I think you're right on this. Uh, we probably should mention the Gunna Geek Network, uh, for whom we have uh, the chat open right now, right? I mean, what is the Gunna Geek Network? It's a network. It's a network of geeks and Gunnas that we participate with. Tremendous Gunnas. It's actually, it's actually a podcasting network. So it's a it's a network of various podcasts that you can find, kind of run the gamut of a bunch of different geeky topics. Some of them are real specific. Some of them are really broad that just kind of cover large swaths of geek-type culture. Um, And like I said, some of them are really specific. They may focus on a particular TV show or a particular um, hobby, that kind of thing. So just to give you a couple of examples here of what's on the network, one of the newest podcasts on there is called Doom Ninja Podcast. I have to push it because one of our, our super listeners is actually the host of the show, Ryan Doombrowski. Uh, but the Doom Ninja podcast, their most recent episode is episode 22. It's gay play footage. This week on Doom Ninja podcast... Wait, that's still Nate the one they have on the promo sheet? I know they have it. Oh, no. They have another... We, we promoted this last week. Well, I want to promote it no, again. No, 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 I'm no, sure no. They do not deserve two promotions of the same episode in Actually, one they, week. They really should have. They really should have updated Well, I don't know. Okay. Actually, this could be their... It doesn't matter. But we let's skip this one for now, because uh, the listener at this point is just like, oh, my God, Game Life Balance promoted this last week. Now they're promoting okay. it again. You're right. You're uh, right. They can hear that. I can hear the listener saying that in their head right now. We're, like, literally going to ruin the entire podcast if we if we promote episode 22 gameplay footage of the Doom Ninja podcast. Okay. Okay, let's strike that from the record. We're not going to... I don't even know the name of the podcast Which you can anymore. find at com under Doom, Nin- Doom Ninja Podcast. Doom Ninja Podcast with Ryan Doombrowski and the Ninja Fat Man. That's formal training right there. Uh, and then the other, the other podcast uh, that we can promote is All Things Good and Nerdy. Just had episode 242. I can't believe they're at... That's a lot of episodes. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of episodes. Best... Best mo- wonderful, very nice laugh. Best moments of 2016 for the first show of 2017. The crew throws out all the traditional format of the show and instead talks about some of their favorite things to come out of 2016. 2016 may have sucked, but not everything, and it did. So check out what our intrepid heroes thought of last year. I like that. And on Game Life Balance US episode 34. Cody and you don't need to plug our show. That's true. You don't need to plug our. Their people are listening. To our but show. you know what I do need to do is update the promo sheet because this is this is the that's like three this, episodes ago. This is not the most recent. So, but hey, also on Gallifrey Public Radio episode two hundred twelve, classic rewatch Spearhead from Space. This week they fall headlong into the debut of the third Doctor in Spearhead from Space. They discuss all the backstory components that contributed to such a monumental shift in the franchise, the quote-unquote Series 6B theory that went from fanfiction to fanon to canon, the ideal selection of Pertwee at this pivotal moment, and our complete adoration of Liz Shaw. And that is episode 212 of Gallifrey Public Radio, the Doctor Who podcast. I've actually, um, Casey for Christmas got me a Doctor Who serial from the first Doctor, William Hartnell. It's one of the very earliest Doctor Who, because they called them serials. They, they were basically miniseries. The whole series of Doctor Who is broken down. Oh, I thought you were talking about an actual box of cereal. No, 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 S-E-R-I-A-L. Right, right. Okay. So the way that the show used to be broken up is it would be a three or four or five episode arc, so they were all a bunch of kind of serialized mini stories, 
And she got me one on DVD, one of the earliest ones from the first Doctor, where they go to the Aztecs, which was apropos because I was at Teotihuacan in Mexico City just a, you know just in November. So uh, yeah, it's been it's been entertaining. It's very dated. Some of the acting is so cheesy; it's out of control. But it's it's mm-hmm. pr- it's really fun. I like watching it with her. And we're, we got halfway through, and we're gonna finish hopefully this weekend. Sweet. But some of those old episodes are good. They're, they're real good. So yeah, I've also been all over Twitter. I got a I got a special plug for my Twitter handle at producer Cody. I have been tweeting. I've been basically live tweeting Final Fantasy fifteen. I have noticed that there have been a lot of Final Fantasy XV tweets, and I will be the first to tell you that there is something seriously wrong with that game. (laughs) So I can't wait to hear you talk about it when we finally get to that point. Yeah, so my goal is to finish it in the next week or so. Um, And I will not get into this because I could... I mean, I will do a whole episode on it, but... The game begins with an open world setting where you can basically do just dozens of side quests and level up. Mm-hmm. So I did that for like 50 hours. I'm in I'm in level 64. My party's level 64, 65, 66. And I just resumed the main story and the enemies are around level 14. So I each chapter recently has been about an hour or two. So I I can't have really more than 10 hours left in the game. So you're just like steamrolling through stuff now yeah. when you pick back up the main story. Yeah, basically. So it, it okay. shouldn't be too hard. But uh, but yeah, I, I I started writing a review of the game. It's 2,100 words long. I, and then I started writing another review. And now my opinion has changed again on the game. So it's just, oh man, it's a lot. It's a, it's it's. I think it's harder to assess the game as a longtime fan of the franchise because I have so much context and so much to compare it with and contrast it with that that makes it harder. I can't just... And, I mean, there's also a very good chance that you are going to be predisposed to having maybe a positive bias on a Final Fantasy game as somebody who enjoys Final Fantasy games. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> okay, sweet. An hour into the game, I was like, I hate... I told you, I hated the game. The first right. few hours, like really a lot. So we'll, we'll. So your emotions are going to be a roller coaster when we finally. Such get a, I just you know if they have a Final Fantasy 15 slot machine in Vegas when we go on our family trip, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it. Okay, that's it. I've come up with a new recipe. It's from the game. Okay, you did. I you haven't you. played it, so you wouldn't you wouldn't know it that. Definitely fell flat. Okay, well, the one listener that's played the game knows that it. Uh, was a game. Hey, do you want to stop podcasting? Sure. Let's do it. Let's stop. Let's stop podcasting. Actually, I would like nothing more right now than to do that. It sounds great. All right. Well, I can't find the promo copy. Hey, here it is. I mean, what I meant to say was I, I don't anymore need to read. Hey, let's, I was trying to remember from memory the outro that we always do because um, – Yeah, you – you can't. I mean, that's why we write it down, so you don't have to remember it. Right, that's true. Um, oh, one last note from Stargate Pioneer in the chat. He spent literally the entire night last night loading Xbox 360 Mass Effect onto his Xbox One. I don't... It feels like that shouldn't take that long. Yeah, but I, I think some of the... I think there's some problems on the with those... Um, this, this system level stuff in some of those consoles. I mean, it's the same reason why, for some reason, PlayStation 4... You ever try to download something on PlayStation 4? Uh, yeah. 
It's off. It's awful. Like the highest, it takes forever to download anything, regardless of how fast your internet connection is. So it's it's a limiting factor of of the system, not of like your internet in that case. Yeah, that that's fair. I was I was also so annoyed. Square Enix released a Final Fantasy 15 holiday pack in mid December that okay. gives you a bunch of items you immediately have in your inventory and a couple other okay. features. Uh, I didn't know this until five days into January. So I downloaded it and I and I opened it and I had played like twenty hours of the game without these items, which drastically and suddenly you've got all this stuff. Well, it drastically increases the rate at which you gain AP, which unlocks your skills in the skills tree. So I literally probably could have twelve new skills unlocked if I had just gotten this stupid holiday pack. But I wasn't given a notification. No one told me about this. Okay, very annoying. Pretty great. Sound pretty upset. Pretty Sound great. Pretty upset. Pretty upset. I don't about care. That. I kind of. Well, don't I care. would. I know who does care, and that's the listener who I would like to thank for listening to the Game Life Balance United States of America podcast, the huge edition of the Game Life Balance podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. And if you didn't, do those things anyway. I'll give you a dollar. You can quote me on that. Leave us a review if you really want to make our day, especially on iTunes, because I guess that's a thing that helps things. You can find us on the Gunna Geek Network at GunnaGeek.com or on the official podcast network of Chicago's WGN Radio at WGNplus.com. You can learn more about Game Life Balance, including who I am, who John is, and how to contact our sister show in Australia at the website GameLifeBalance.us. That's WW... You don't need to put those. Just go to your web browser of choice. Go use Safari or Mozilla Firefox or Google Chrome or Microsoft Internet Explorer 10. I thought that didn't exist anymore. I thought that's Microsoft Edge now. Or Microsoft Edge or... What's the one that lets you go on the dark web? The, uh, an Onion... One? No, no, uh, no! It's the um, the dark, Tor browser, Tor browser, or yeah, the Onion. Tor is Tor is the <clears throat> Onion something because it peels like an onion. I'm not even kidding you. That's what that's what Tor really? is. Really? Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, well, whatever. Open those and type in G A M E L I F E B A L L S A C K dot tumblr.com and see what happens you never know oh my god if i had the power to stop this podcast i would have a long time ago get pioneer you're not getting your dollar back <laughs> gamelifebalance.us is our website where you can find links to our sister show in australia at gamelifebalance.us <laughs> You, did, you didn't even make it through the outro. You didn't even make it <laughs> no, through the I'm outro. Not, I'm not. <laughs>